0: Dr. Simcha Cohen, at Wednesday night on the Ask Dr. Simcha Hour, and I missed being on the radio last week, but I had my nephew's wedding, and it was, Baruch Hashem, a beautiful, beautiful wedding. I wanted to start by saying that it's so inspiring the way a Jewish wedding is, and how beautiful it is, how much it's about Kedusha. and and Tara, and beautiful things, and it was very, very, very inspiring. But that's not what I want to talk about tonight. I really wanted to talk about midwinter vacation, but we're not going to talk about that either, because I have a different topic that's on my mind. And it's kind of like related, but it's not related. Kids, not every teacher is always so nice. So what do you do when a teacher makes you feel bad or what do you do when a teacher tells you something that hurts your feelings now i'm not talking bad about teachers and i'm not bashing teachers but i'm telling i want to hear what kids have to say about what they could do if a teacher's not if a teacher's hurting their feelings and I think I know what they should do, but I want to hear what kids have to say, because I believe that a lot of kids are in this situation, and a lot of kids don't know what to do about it, and they may just go away feeling really bad, or they may not tell their parents because they're afraid to tell their parents, and maybe their parents are going to get angry at them and blame them because the teacher's always right. Not.
1: So... Are we ready for our first call? Yeah, we are. Our first call. We already hundred calls uh, waiting online. So okay, let's hear. it. Let's hear. Time. Hi, you're on the air.
2: Hello.
0: Hi, how are you?
2: Good.
0: What's What's on your mind? Did you hear um, my question? Did you hear my question? Do you know? Did you hear what we're talking I about? Know. No, I didn't. No. Hello. No. No. Okay. So let me tell you what we're talking about. Maybe you have an opinion. Um, what does a person do, what does a student do if a teacher makes them feel bad? I don't even. Have you ever had that situation? No. Okay. Then, did you call because you wanted to tell me something?
3: Yeah, I'm very upset that you didn't have a show last week.
0: I am too, but guess what? The past is the past. I'm here tonight, but thank you for, at least I know that someone missed me, but thank you. Okay. And
3: also... Maybe you could have played a, sh- a different show from, like, a while ago. It was, like, a show from, they like, two did. weeks ago. They did. It was from two weeks ago, when we remembered it.
0: Okay, so it's Hazara. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you?
2: Good. It's Sachi How are you? Good.
0: Do you have an opinion about what I, my question? Yeah. So what, what, time, what, what, what's, what do you have to say, Sachi?
2: Okay, fine. So every time the teacher hurts your feeling you write down the notes and then you write it down and say how you would respond and then show it to your parents at the end of the day. And then to go through days and after that you'll and if it gets worse and worse, you just call tell the Rebbe and just start working through it.
0: Okay. I think that's great advice. And see I want everybody to hear this person's advice. He has a plan and you have an action that you're doing which is very no, good I'm idea, and I appreciate that input, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up on you. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Is that all right?
2: Uh, my brother wanted to say something.
0: Okay. I, <laughs> how, we, how are you?
3: Hello. How are you doing? Good.
0: What's your opinion? What? What's your opinion? What do you think?
3: Um, You should tell the. You should, t- you should tell the people the, you tell your reb your rebbe or your teacher the truth and maybe they might say sorry or apologize.
0: Wow, thank you very much. That's very good advice. But tell them in a respectful way, right? Yeah. Because you have to give them the kavzchus. Now, here's what I, I think. Thank you so much. To, <laughs> great input from the same family. I know why, because the parents are really smart people. But the fact is that a teacher doesn't want to hurt a kid's feelings. It's very hard to be in a in a teacher's position, because imagine if you were always on call and you always had to worry about everything you said. So you have to give the teacher the, cops the hoot. and you have to tell the teacher if you if in, in, in a respectful way. You know that really hurt my feelings. Now, if a teacher will say, "Well, I don't care." Well, that's that's asun. That's a terrible, terrible thing. But I, I would hope, I would hope the teacher would not say that. If I had a situation where a student once told me that I hurt their feelings, I felt terrible inside. I felt so bad. And I said, I, I had no intentions to do that. I didn't want to do that. And, and I apologized because I didn't want to hurt the student's feelings. And I was very thankful that the student told me. Then I hurt their feelings, but sometimes not every teacher is perfect, and sometimes the teacher might be having some difficulty and and or they're angry. God forbid' because people really should not be educators if they get angry, but uh kids need to not take it to heart, and they need to discuss it with their parents and parents when kid comes to you with such a problem, be careful not to blame your kid right away. Because kids really need to be need need to be able to tell you these things, because they should never be afraid to tell you if they're hurt or if they're bothered. That could be a very dangerous thing. Okay, let's see if we have another call. We have somebody on the line. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Yes.
2: Yeah, what I would do, um, I would try to forget about it and and. And make it like a joke.
0: Okay, that's an interesting technique. So, but,
2: or, or I could discuss it with, with your mother and father.
0: Okay, I think I like the second one better. I think discussing it with your mother and father. I don't think forgetting about it is always so easy. I mean, if you're able to just, like, brush it off, I think Vatranut is a very... You know, Vatranut is Vatranut is when you just, like, let things go. I think letting things go is a very big, very big... Wonderful midah. But when you're a kid, and if it's something that really hurts your feelings, you need to know that you can discuss it with somebody. And and you, and you need to know that you have people that will help you. Because if you're not feeling good about yourself, then you're not going to be able to learn. Right? Right? Hello. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, how are you?
2: Yeah, I want to know, like, maybe it's good for kids to, like, feel bad sometimes. If, like, maybe they deserved it.
0: Aha. Um, nobody deserves to feel bad, okay? Hashem teaches us that. Hashem teaches us how to do Teshubah and have kapara and have selicha, and he gives us specific times for it. But nobody deserves to feel bad, and no one has the right to make somebody feel bad. It says, When you give tochacha, you're not allowed to make somebody feel bad when you're doing it. Because then it's not good tochacha. You have to be able to give somebody tochacha without making them feel bad. And the Chazon Ish says, it's brought down in his commentary on Tomer de he says that nowadays, Nobody is capable of giving to ha-ha the right way. And therefore, the chazunish says that there's nobody that's a real mazed. He goes so far to want- say that. I
2: was just wondering, like, a kid makes trouble. Like, they might do it again if they don't
0: feel bad So, the kids should feel guilty for what he did or what she did. But guilty for death. what they did. But making a kid feel bad is different. Do you, know, do you understand the difference? Yeah, I do, ta- yeah. The difference is when a kid, when I say to a kid, you're such a good kid, why would you do such a thing? I don't understand why a kid like you would do such a terrible thing. I'm surprised at you. I expect more from you. That's one thing. Making a kid feel bad is, you rotten scoundrel, what's wrong with you? you make me crazy. Get out of here. You make me sick. No,
2: they don't have to do that. Maybe they could just like punish them, like give them an assignment.
0: Well, Punishment has nothing to do with this. Punishment is you, is is paying the price for a crime, but you know what? When Beit Din gave punishments, there was a whole ceremony, and it had to be done with ama v'yira, with fear and with trepidation, because it was a very serious thing. There was no emotions involved in punishment. I used to have in my in my office. I used to have, I used to have a room outside my office. Anybody that's, was in the school when I was principal, <laughs> might remember this. I had a room outside, and kids used to sit there, and they used to bring me a note, and then they used to have to go outside and wait. And they thought that I was keeping them there waiting as punishment. But the reason why I was keeping them there was because I had to calm down. I read the note, I would calm down. Sometimes it would take me more because when I really cared about a kid and I would see them do something really, really, very, very terrible, I would get angry. But after I'd leave the note on my desk and I'd look at it once and I'd look at it twice and sometimes 15, 20 minutes till I finally was able to look at it and not be angry and think about what do I need to do to help this kid. And thank God, that's, that's, that's the way you can punish. And I, I gave some pretty hefty punishments, but I did it without making kid feel bad. Okay. Uh-huh, thank you. Thank you for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Yes,
2: Hello.
0: How are you? Good. Yeah, what What do you think about our topic?
3: Um,
2: excellent. And also, I have one thing: you should never let it keep inside because then the teacher will know, and he'll keep pouring insults on you.
0: You're so right. You should never keep it ins- keep it inside. And you should always have somebody in your life that you could trust to tell them. It and you happens
2: know to me a lot, like really, every time, especially school.
0: Ay, that's terrible. So who do you speak to? I try to speak to my
2: friends sometimes, and like if some they kept it, and it made me just
0: feel worse. It does make you feel worse. You know what? Even you know what? I feel terrible about about that. And 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 you you really you really have to you really have to be able to get it off. And you know what? Sometimes kids, you know, you might not want to get it off your chest because. You feel that you really did something wrong. Let's say I did something wrong, and, and I, I I misbehaved. But then a teacher made me feel bad. So I don't want to tell, because I think that because I misbehaved, it's okay that I feel bad. But it's not.
2: No, you, no because if you feel bad, then like it's going to be embarrassing. You don't feel bad in front of the whole class. You, if your teacher is going to do something, he's going to speak to you privately, Right. And he can't speak to you like...
0: Right, 100%. And...
2: Like in right uh, now, my new school, um, my teacher, she, he my teacher, he makes a lot. He's a rebbe. I mean, he makes a lot of jokes, so everybody knows his jokes, and nobody gets insulted.
0: So that's great. That's great. So he's probably a great rebbe because a rebbe knows how to make light yeah. of things. You know what? Can I tell you something? When someone taught me when I was going to Israel, when I was going through customs, that if you yawn or if you laugh, they don't stop you. Because you have to be able to be relaxed if you're laughing. So they said they train them that if someone's yawning, that means that they're relaxed. If someone's laughing, that means they're relaxed. If a rebbe or a teacher knows how to laugh with their class, that's a very good thing. You're a he great doesn't caller. Doesn't, how he, old are he you? He doesn't
2: take, he also doesn't take too extreme. So you're going too extreme he'll stop you. He lets you like talk because everybody has like, he gives everybody work for the week. And then, like, and then you have to finish by the end of the week. You could choose whatever you want to do. Sounds like everybody a, works separately. Sounds
0: like, so a Rebbe. sounds like a master revi. Sounds like a master revi. You sound very lucky that people, you're in that school.
2: And he, and he's, he's very good because he got a master
0: degree. That is so great. What, what what grade are you in? Sixth. Sixth grade. That's a tough grade. Very important to have a good revi in sixth grade. I'm happy for you. You know what? Your story has a happy ending. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay, good luck. Again, now it's the number, 718 And if you want to contact me by email, it's askdrsimcha at gmail.com. And that's, uh, I got criticized I don't say my number enough. The seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. and you are on the air. How are you? Good. What's on your mind?
4: I have two problems.
0: Okay. If you only have two problems, you're in good shape. Because
4: uh, my teacher, um... My my school made a new contest with Barajos. If they behave good, they get stickers. My rabbi put a, a stash of stickers in her drawer. We told her what to do with them. She said she didn't give them out, and she's not giving them out.
0: You think she forgot? No. So why isn't, why isn't she giving them out? I don't know. So maybe may, someone, do you think she's just, I don't know. Let's think what could be. What grade are you in? Second. Second grade. <laughs> okay, well, maybe she's waiting for the kids to behave. Are you having a good time? What? Are you having a good time because your Rebbe turned into yeah. a she in the middle. So I think that this is, I think you should decide what school you're in. Thanks for calling.
4: Okay, and also, I think it's not good. To cry in front of the Okay. Thanks for calling. Might feel bad. Thanks
0: for calling. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> you know what? You almost got me, but we we smelled you out. That's fine. When a call starts by saying the rebbe and then talks about a she, okay. Anyways, you're on the air.
3: Hello. Hi. Hi, Sal. So um, I have two stories. Okay. So one of them is a girl in my class asked a question and. Um, my teacher said that's a very weird question, and that girl felt very bad. And the next day, my teacher came in and she said that she couldn't sleep that whole night because she felt bad for that girl.
0: Wow, wow, that's a, that, that's a hard story, but okay. Sometimes things, teacher might say something and, and not realize that they're saying something, and but the teacher felt bad, right? Yeah. Okay, that means see a lot of teachers go home and think about their day. I, I think that that's a good teacher. Okay, you had a second story?
3: Um, yeah, um, sometimes, like, um, teachers, like, don't answer your questions. So um, one day I was waiting, like, a long time for my teacher to answer my question, and she didn't answer it. So, um, like, at the end of the day I went over to her, and I told her that she wasn't answering my question, and she just kept on ignoring me. So I went home, and I told my mother, and my mother called my teacher.
0: And, and what happened when that, when that went down?
3: Um, for teacher just said she'll so try to qualm me more, but sometimes like she just can't quote everybody.
0: right. Sometimes teachers space out also. You know, teachers have lives, and sometimes they're thinking about things like maybe, I don't know, who knows what? when i when I was a teacher, if I was having a bad day and I knew that I was gonna be a bad mood because if I was up late the night before, I brought donuts because I knew I needed something to like make the kids in a good mood. So I'd bring in, like, donuts, put them on my desk, and say I'm going to give them out at recess if everybody behaves. So one kid finally figured it out and said, hey, you always bring in donuts when you're grouchy. So I said, okay, yeah, that's right. Thank you for calling.
3: Thank you, bye-bye.
0: Okay, bye-bye. You know, I had a teacher that sometimes teachers really don't realize what they're doing, and this is something that I just wanted to mention. If there are any teachers listening, that, um, you know, we're talking – about midwinter, and a teacher said to a girl, you know, are you, what are you doing midwinter? She says, I'm going on a plane for the first time. So the teacher says, you've never been on a plane? I can't believe it. That's crazy. Really? And, you know, the teacher didn't even realize that she was really embarrassing this kid. I mean, not not every kid gets to go on planes, and there are reasons sometimes that she kept on pressing the issue. And it's like sometimes very insensitive, Teachers can be insensitive. So the question is do you make up, do you bring that up to the teacher? Do you tell the teacher? Or do you let it pass? In that situation, you know, there's no point in just getting into an argument with a teacher. You just let it pass and realizing that sometimes teachers don't realize what they do. But that's just a problem. Okay. You're, You're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you?
4: I just wanted to say that um, I have a teacher, and she, like, I don't know if she does it on purpose, but whenever like a person talks, then she gives him this like, like, steer. She like snobs the male, and everybody's petrified of her. And really, we're very good by her, and I don't even know why. She like on the first day, I like I forgot like it was the first day, so I started talking. Uh, I like. I like whisper like exactly one word and she was like excuse me whatever I don't I didn't think I have to m- mention this rule but we we don't talk in this class.
0: Okay, so here's my question. Is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing to have such a rule?
4: No, just I'm saying that she could like like some other teachers in the school A lot of kids talk by them, and they don't, they don't snob them out.
0: But, see, every teacher has a different style, but let me ask you a question. Do you think that it's easier to learn when kids are talking or when kids are not talking?
4: Well, it's easier to learn, but sometimes, like, when we're, like, in the middle of math and, like, it's really, really hard and I really don't want to learn, and it's much more fun when everybody starts talking and, like, Oh. And then, like, let's so, say one kid starts talking. That us into a whole a different conversation. So,
0: so you think that the rule should be that kids should be talking and having fun instead of learning?
4: No, I'm just saying that she doesn't really, she doesn't have to snob us out so much.
0: Ah, but baby, that's why kids are learning in her class. Does she insult you, or does she just make you feel bad?
4: I don't know, she gets... Kids
0: petrify, but she doesn't really do anything to them. Ah, there's the key. See? She doesn't do anything to them. That's called having a strict classroom. But I heard what you said. What you said is that she says, I wouldn't expect that I have to teach you this rule, which means I would expect that you're old enough to know that this is something you shouldn't be doing. So she's kind of like respecting you.
4: Right, but...
0: What grade are you in?
4: Fifth.
0: Fifth grade. So things are getting a little tougher. So let me tell you a little bit about 5th grade. 5th grade, the boys start learning Gemara, and the math gets, starts getting a little harder, <coughs> and the writing starts getting a little harder, and you got to read for comprehension, and you got to write with meaning, and there's a lot of learning that goes on in 5th grade, as opposed to 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, which is just a lot of repeating. So if a teacher is going to waste 5th grade and not teach the kids either in Hebrew or in English, the kids are going to suffer in 6th grade, but mostly in 7th and 8th grade. Because they're going to be missing the foundations of a lot of different things. So you got to, don't talk and don't fool around. Make sure you do your work in 5th grade. Because when you're going to be in 7th grade and 8th grade, you're going to need that math. It's not going to be there. And then it's going to mess you up. Okay? So she's a smart teacher. All right?
4: Okay, fine, and also my sister wants to speak. Okay. Hello? How are you? Good, I have a teacher, and she, like, she like embarrasses everybody, like, at least 10 times a day. And, like, I have a kid in my class that, like, she's... She, so how many
0: kids she, in your class? Um,
4: 23.
0: So if she embarrasses each kid 10 times a day, so that's, like, 230 times a day. That's a lot of times.
4: I'm uh, exaggerating, but, like, you are. she, oh, okay. and she, like, and she, like, she always, like, embarrassed everybody, like, once a girl wasn't pointing by the start she screaming, and screaming, like, some society talking faggot and stuff, all these crazy stuff, and remember, she just, like, makes us really cry, and she's,
0: how, what grade are you in? Third. Third grade, and she makes you cry, that's not good, do you tell your parents about that?
4: You know, whatever. And also my English teacher, she, she has no control, but, like, but like, but like I tend to be good by her.
0: You sound like a really good kid. You sound like a good kid, and you sound like a kid that cares. But you know what? I don't know what the answer is. When a teacher has a learning style that's really difficult, I would discuss it with... I would talk to my parents about it. I mean, you're talking about it, and I hope your parents are listening. But the... Maybe the school could help that teacher just calm down a little bit. I I I was very upset when I used to have teachers that would scream at kids. It doesn't really work.
4: Yeah, but also like once, like I forgot, like my mother didn't sign a homework pad. It's like it's I have happened once in a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. She lets it go once, but like if two times, like she she writes you down and then she have to, you like have points off her stuff. But also. She's very strict, but she's also a good teacher. Like she ah, teaches, she's very even. Even though, like on vacation, she gives us homework. She's very even. And then like, when she takes away some of her research, she pees us back at. And like if, like she so, said, so you, you study for your test um, on time, then, then I have to give it back to you on time.
0: You know what? You're proving such a great point. And I'm so happy that you called because you're proving the point that a teacher needs to be strict. A teacher has a very hard job. They have to teach kids and that's not easy. But if a teacher's always strict, it's not good. But it sounds like this teacher has a good balance. So, yeah, but also once um
4: sniffed, yeah, yeah. And and I was standing by a girl's desk whatever, that's what we do. And I and like I'm I'm best friends with her. So whenever I whenever I, her, I started laughing you know, like you know what I mean? Like I didn't laugh, I like I was like smiling at her, for she, she, I smirked at her, and she said, she, 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 my teacher got really mad at us, but, but, like, I, I couldn't do anything.
1: But,
0: but yeah, I think you have to understand teachers are human too, and teachers are not always d- being perfect. The main thing that you said, I'd like to stress is she's even, she's fair, and she, she, she takes care of you guys and she teaches you.
4: Yeah, so, but but once she, like, yeah. I, I got, like, she, like, once yeah, that but I Wait, wait, let, let me
0: stop you for a second. Don't look for the but once's. Don't look for them. It's not worth it. You can have but this, but that. The main, There are always going to be things in your life. Every day there are going to be things. Those are the things you need to just forget about and move on. Because there are always going to be things. It's like someone who walks down the street and someone bumps into them and they think about it all day. Oh my gosh, someone bumped into me. Nah. What happened? Nothing. These are little things in a day. They happen. Don't think about it. Don't make yourself crazy about them, okay?
4: Right, but also, she's a good teacher. If, you, if your mark goes down on a test like, like, like two times, she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't um, lower your mark. So that's she what the main
0: thing. That's what we really need. We need a good teacher like that. You don't want a teacher to be a pushover because then they don't teach. Okay, thank you for calling. You're a very smart okay, girl.
4: And also my sister wants to speak.
0: You know what? Okay. Hello? Hi, how are you?
4: I wanted to say that my teacher knew that, that um, I really like your show.
0: Is and that,
4: that every, thank you. And that every Wednesday I look forward to it.
0: Thank you so much. I do too. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Okay.
4: Okay. And also, um. Oh, never mind. Okay. okay bye, thanks bye. for
0: calling. Bye. Hi. You're on the air.
3: Yeah. How um, are you? Baruch I would go over to my. I would go over to my rabbi by recess and tell him that um, that you that you insulted me and could you not do it again, please?
0: That's a great. That's a great. It's a great advice and it's great that you're able to do that. And when you do that, what does the Rebbe say? Nothing. Does he say does he feel bad? I don't know. Okay. I never did it but Ah, you never did it. Okay. So I would hope that the Rebbe would feel bad and he'd say I'm sorry or maybe explain to you what 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 he meant. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling, but it's very good advice. Have a good night. Thank you, you too. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi.
3: Hi.
2: Um, I have a answer to your question. Okay, great. So, I think maybe if you could write like a little respectful note and give it to the teacher, it would be like such a good idea.
0: I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Are you going
2: right. to discuss it with like a parent or a principal?
0: Yeah, that's a very good idea. Sometimes, though, sometimes you write an idea and you. You don't always even have to give it to the teacher because sometimes you will write it. And, right,
3: and you see it's so silly. like.
0: Right, but sometimes just writing something down is a good thing. It's a good thing. And uh, I think that's really good advice. How old are you?
2: Me, I'm 14.
0: You're 14. Did it ever happen to you that you, the that teacher made you feel bad and you spoke to them?
2: Not that I remember.
0: Okay, good. So you're lucky. That's very good. But you know what? Thank you for calling. I'm going to switch this up a little bit. Yeah, okay, yeah. thanks for calling.
2: Okay, thanks for taking my call. Okay,
0: Bye. bye-bye. How about how about when a kid realizes that they may have been making a teacher feel bad? Is the teacher allowed to tell a kid that you're making me feel bad? Because you know what? I think if a teacher prepares a lesson and dedicates a lot of time to try and prepare something to teach a kid and kids don't behave... And kids disrespect, and kids treat the teacher not nicely. Teachers must go home feeling really bad. So I wonder how that, what that's about. If kids ever thought about that, because that's an important thing. Sometimes teachers, you know, teachers that don't have control of the class, probably feel terrible. Anyways, let's let we can think about that too. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yes, you.
2: Yeah, um, what is the topic
0: today. You know what? If you have to ask, then you could listen to the radio show and then you could call back because it's a very complicated topic. Okay? It's a very complicated topic. Okay? So we're gonna we're gonna, gonna listen and call back. All right? Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello. Hi.
3: I'm gonna speak to
0: uh, I like to say I love the day and talk call Uh, okay. But you know to call in to do that, you can pick up the phone and call him directly. Okay? Thank you. You're on the air.
3: Hello? Hi. Hi, my name is Dova Robinson. I tried to get in last week but it's uh, just all busy and you're talking about recess and I wanna I want to ask you a question. Okay. Do you think it's right for a kid, let's say, um, he's really hungry and and he uh, he has no food. Do you think it's right for him to go to the grocery store?
0: Um, first of all, I have no idea where the grocery store is. I have no what idea what the school rules. If the school's rule is not to go to the grocery store, then it's not right.
3: Right. Can I have you another, another question? Sure. Uh, my next question is um, like a basketball game. You can't have 20 kids playing one basketball game. And there, let's say there's 25 kids, and there's only one more hoop left because the other grades have the other hoop. Right. What do you do? And I, there's only like 15 minutes.
0: I, so I guess you gotta play different games.
3: You gotta play a different game, but you want to play basketball.
0: But but then you just said it though, not every kid can play basketball. So some kids can and some kids can't. You could can either make take turns or, or some kids will have to face the fact that they can not play basketball or you could like I said last week well I didn't, it was a recording, but you have an organized game with the Rebbe and the Rebbe could be the captain and, and, and work it out.
3: Uh-huh. And what what do you do with a bully?
0: You know what? That's another topic for a different situation, but we're not going to talk about him right now.
3: Can you tell me, like, a short answer? Like a bully, I can't stop a bully. A kid comes in, pushes everybody. I'm the, I'm in charge. I'm the, bo- I'm the boss. What do you do?
0: That's that's a very complicated answer, and it's not something. It's really off the topic. But if you want, you can email me at askdoctorsimcha at gmail dot com, and I'll give you an answer. Okay.
3: Okay. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for calling. Thank you for picking me up.
0: Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you?
3: Very good, very good, Dr. Cohn. Would you be
2: able to comment about uh, your thoughts on Bokhrim going collecting
3: on Purim? At what age do you think it might be a good idea, if at all? I would be interested in your thoughts on this topic.
0: That's a heavy-duty topic. For me, that's a heavy-duty topic. Um, My thoughts are... Very, very, th- I have very strong thoughts, and I'm on the radio now, and a lot of people are listening. So I have to weigh very heavily whether I'm going to be entirely honest about my thoughts. But you can ask me whether I let my children do it, and the answer oh. is I do. You can ask me whether I'm happy about the fact that my children do it. My children are listening, so I don't want them to think that that I'm not letting them go with a full heart. I am. But it's not something that I'm happy about, because I think that it's it it's I think that it gets a little out of hand. I think that it depends how it's done. In my kids' yeshiva, Rebbeim direct it, and you have Rebbeim who are in charge, and it's more structured. And they end up by the yeshiva's house afterwards, and they have a party, and it's very nicely done, and it's batamt and it's. I think that not every situation is like that. And I think that something that is very individualized.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that it's. I think that it's something that is very, very individual. Have I was I politically correct enough?
4: I think
2: that
1: you did a very good job. <laughs> okay, uh, can very I Okay. Yeah, one second. I want to comment about. Yeah, it. I okay. want to
0: hear what Nisim says.
1: Uh, the technician okay. is here, and I know the expert, technician yeah.
0: who happens to be the the head of the radio station. <laughs>
1: The the issue is very very complicated. You know, first of all, I it's with starting with what age you study it. This right. is very important issue. You cannot start in the uh, before I would say tenth grade, and this is not uh, before. This definitely not. And what I saw in my eyes is unacceptable to see kids drinking, running with a limousine, and become very fun and it's it's allowed. This is not acceptable the drinking issues it's, it's basically have to uproot this from the show, to take it out from the root here and it's starting from the Kiddush club. Let's like this, you know? It's starting from Kiddush Club that it's not supposed to be anything or the bar mitzvahs or the all the mitzvot, And like uh Purim oh is okay, he's allowed to drink. And then it's coming to the uh, become we're teaching our kids to be Schnorr and running to be between this and between party to party. I think, but if it's a right yeshiva, it's a right cause that you have a very good supervision of people, to running, uh, you know, and check that the kids are not doing silly stuff. And it's a good cause, yes, definitely. But the other way, what I saw and every, unfortunately, we see it many times, it's not acceptable. It's
0: it's actually a chilul Hashem because they have association with a lot of non-Jewish people, and when they see such open display of kids. Who are drunk, Hello. it's appalling. It's appalling and it's it's against the law and it's really, really, really concerning. And it's something that's it's like it's like something like 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 Husham ben Don Husham Ben was deaf and so when they were burying uh, bearing Yaakov, Esav came and made a tumult. So it says he's the one that chopped off Esav's head. So they say, Why? Because he was deaf because he didn't get caught up with all the hullabaloo that was going on. But the truth is, he asked someone what's going on. They told him, Aesop's arguing. He said, what is crazy? He chopped off his head. All the shmutten were standing there, and they were caught, in, caught up in an argument. If they would have seen what was going on, it's clearly like him. They would have had the same reaction. But we get all caught up in this craziness. And, we, and, and the most abnormal things look normal. A friend of mine who's not from who was from, in college, came to Philly. She goes, I, I don't get it. She goes, these are kids that are drunk running around. So I lied. I told her, no, they're not drunk. They're just very happy. She said, well, I don't know. Never saw a kid get so happy that he vomited all over somebody. I said, okay. I didn't have much to say. But it's very scary. But it's also scary, the fact that the rebellion allow it to happen and or they pretend like they don't see, and then when they get caught, then it becomes a problem. They that, that, that they're going to punish the kids, even though that there was with, there was schnapps in the yeshiva and underage kids drinking. It, it's so convoluted. It's so convoluted. It's very very complicated. I, I don't I don't come from a culture that 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 really gets into that so much. But but. Um, it's And it's not healthy. It's really not healthy. And it unfortunately, it took till a kid was killed in a car accident in Baltimore on Purim till Ner Yisrael sent everybody home on Purim. But there was a kid that was killed in a, a terrible car accident on Purim. And after that year, every year they sent the island home for Purim. It's a, it's a tough subject. But you know what? On a positive note, there is so much to be happy about in Yiddishkeit. There is so much to be elated about in 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 the Torah and in in the mitzvot. So we don't need we don't need it. You know, I the shul. of Shimon shares shul, and Simchas Torah is probably the most unbelievable hakafas in this country. I would say there's so much spirit and so much joy and so much elation and there is not a drop of booze in the shul. not allowed it's not it's it's not brought in it's it's totally 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 uh banned but we would come there and you see the most pure beautiful hakafas ever and they're long and they're and they're and, they're, and the kids stay because the kids love them I went, I went with my kids to a different akafa just because I love this other rav. And my kids looked at me and said, Dad, never again. <laughs> Got to go back to every Sher.
1: You know, that, uh, we have, we have uh, every Shabbat we have Kiddush. And we're not a drop of alcohol. Not a drop of alcohol. And we everybody happy. And especially the, the spouses that their uh, husband come, come home. With. They come home sober and happy. And not, uh... It's... Okay. Yeah, we gotta I go back to the regular topic. This is to a hot the one. The <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. I
4: have a teacher. My teacher.
0: Oh, I'm so, so happy how you, how called? you called about a teacher. Thank you for calling about a teacher. What? Okay, So we just had somebody talking about other things. But hi, okay. Tell me about your teacher.
4: Okay. So my, I, I had whatever so I switched my seats, and my seat. Whatever, so girls in front of me. But I don't know how to tell my teacher because I I'm um, cause she already like moved everybody. Like a girl, like the shortest girl in my class was already in the back. So I don't want to tell her like I hate my seat or else things, like everybody to feel bad.
0: Like, oh, yeah. uh, so what grade are you in? Fifth. am fifth grade, you said. Yeah. Okay. You should be able to tell your teacher if you want to change seats. If you if you do it in a respectful way, I'm sure that your teacher she may not say yes. So, there, but you should be able to tell her if you want to change seats. Uh, okay. To my
4: sister, can my sister, tell you something. Yes,
0: it's family night. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, sister. So, How old are you, sister? Yeah,
4: um, we're triplet. We're a triplet. So. Oh my gosh, you're
0: triplets. I have twins. I wish I had a third one. Okay.
4: So Maz will talk about your nephew's wedding.
0: Oh, thank you so much. So
4: once I told you that I'm getting a new teacher that um and that I'm scared to know like what she likes. Right. So so everybody in my class like makes trouble. And I'm not saying that I don't I do. You do, huh? But like like, we can't stop. and once You, you just can't ask, stop?
0: Just you can't stop? I don't get that. What does it mean you can't stop? And do you have, like, do you have, like, a battery generating you? You don't want to stop because you're having fun. Right?
4: Yeah. Basically.
0: Okay, what, but what do you think the teacher feels? He's, like, not so good.
4: One time, like, well, like you know, remember on a Thursday that once not so much kids at school, we had school, and she told us that we were having a cozy day, right. and she gave us hot cocoa, and a lot of girls were like crying that like she put too little powder, and she was like Those really poor
0: amazing. girls. Oh my, I'm so sad for them. They got too little powder. Oh no.
4: And, <laughs> and like the teacher almost cried.
0: Because Even she felt 30. bad?
4: Yeah, so... Like, so you know I'm what? Trying to, I'm, I'm stopping, but girls in my class are like, aren't like, aren't like doing, like stopping.
0: So you know what? You know what, my friend? You're bringing up a very important thing. And First of all, you're a very good girl, I could tell. I could tell that you really, if you're misbehaving, you're probably just getting caught up in the whole scene. You don't sound like the type of girl that's a misbehaving type of girl. And sometimes kids will get caught up. If the whole class is misbehaving, sometimes the kid will just get caught up in it because it's a very big test to be able to behave when everybody's not behaving. But I think, though, what I would suggest that you do is start talking about the fact that you feel bad that the teacher's, like, not able to teach... And try and get the kids to look at it from the teacher's point of view. Now, she brought in hot cocoa. She tried to do something nice. And she probably had the thoughts that it would be a really nice thing for the kids. Now, when you try and do something nice for someone and then people complain about it, there's no worse feeling than that. Like if you go to a a birthday party and you bring somebody a present and they open it up and they say like, that's it? What a cheap present! You feel terrible, right? Yes, I okay, thanks for could calling.
2: Can my triplet sister talk?
0: We can have a, a triplet sister talk. Yes, it's three girls. Yeah, oh boy.
2: All
0: here. That's. I'm their
4: older sister.
0: You're their older sister. Okay, how old are you, older sister?
4: Well, they're very mad that I'm taking the spotlight, so they want to speak now.
0: Okay. Okay. Did you take care of them when they were little?
4: Um,
2: yeah. It was fun for
4: me. Okay. Babysit and stuff,
0: stuff like
4: that.
0: Okay. Sounds like an exciting home. Okay. What's on Hello? your time? Yeah. Hi. Hi. She's on that know that
4: I'm
0: taking away the spotlight. Okay. That's okay. She's very happy. Okay. So, you know what? Maybe let her talk.
4: Okay, i like I like to give a shout-out to Nur Mohamed. We're not, not doing shout-outs. Shout
0: okay, hi, you're on the air. No shout-outs, hi. Yeah, hello? How are you?
4: Okay,
5: so I wanted to say thank you to Yankee State's mother for driving us all home, and Yankee Munish and Chozo, hi, and Ari. Have a nice.
0: Okay, and I want you to know that I'm very happy that you got the attention that you needed, and I hope it made your night. And if it made you feel good, no problem. Two seconds of my air, two seconds of your air. It's no big deal, but it wasn't very funny. Next. Hello. Yeah, hi.
3: Hi, my name is Chaim Friedman. I wanted to ask you a question, but can I quickly take, say, like a forty-five second there?
0: Um, yes, I would okay. like that.
3: How do you know that you're supposed to make kiddush on wine on Friday night on wine? Because it okay. says Al on this bear Hashem Shabbat Hashem. So right. still, how do you know? Because if you know, Yayin, Yod, Yod, Nun is Gematia 70. Cain is Gematria Non, Kaf is also Gematria 70. So, Ar-Cain, On-Wine, oh, nice. Ar-Cain, On-Wine, Baruch Hashem, bench Hashem.
0: Very nice. So, your name is, what's your first name?
3: Okay, my name is David Robinson.
0: David Robinson. You called before. Yes, I did. But you said your name was Friedman.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, whatever.
0: So when did you change your name? No,
3: no, no, my name is Robinson, David Robinson. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: first, can
0: I ask you another question? Yeah, I first want to comment on your t- Torah. First of all, you said that very nicely. Your delivery was impeccable. And if you take that koyach and you use your mouth to teach Torah, then you have a bright future. And if you just show other kids how you can use gift of Hashem, of speaking to teach Amazing. Torah, then I bless you that you should have a long life and have many Talmidim. You should be a big Talmud Chacham. Amen. maybe one day I'll hear about Rosh and I'll say, he called into my show.
3: Hey, maybe next week I'll call and I'll say another writer.
0: Sounds good. Maybe you can have one of your friends do it. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I want
3: to ask you a question. Yes. What do is, is fireworks, um, is fireworks bad to use on perm?
0: I think so. I think it's it's bad and it's dangerous, and I wouldn't recommend it. I think it's also against the yeah, law. Yeah,
3: but if you know how to work fireworks, dangerous? Right, I know, it dangerous?
0: but it's bad and it's against the law. And, and I don't think anybody that got their fingers blown off with fireworks didn't think they knew how to work the fireworks. They all say, but I thought I knew what I was doing. Everybody um, thinks that.
3: And so, what's about, I'm over by Mitzvah, will I be able to... What's about drinking, par
0: No, over Bar Mitzvah, against the law. It's also—it's really a downer. It's like such. A, and
3: basically, what age can you drink? Twenty-one. Twenty-one.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. And even at twenty-one, I don't recommend it. It doesn't even feel good. You you, you forget. You, you end dry up. Wine. You end dry up. Wine. You, you end up eating things that you don't know. You wake up in the morning, your pillow's missing, and you don't know what happened. you happened. What's
3: about dry wine? Dry wine. Come a little bit simcha.
0: I, I think I gave my answer. Listen, your parents make that decision. I'm not there. If they let you drink, that's their problem. Right. Okay.
3: okay. Thank you very much. I love your show every Wednesday night. I'm Thank putting you. I'm putting to sleep my cousins, but I just, like ran to call you. I just saw the uh, clock, and I asked them today.
0: The okay. Thank you very yeah. much. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi.
3: I think what you should do is that you should tell your mother about it, and and your mother will speak to the to the the teacher and the teacher and tell that it wasn't such a nice thing what you did.
0: Okay, but maybe the teacher doesn't really realize it. But you know, and I'm sure that that's that's a very good answer that you should be able to tell the teacher. And also,
3: you shouldn't think that the te- you um you the teacher said bad things about you. You should say bad things to the teacher.
0: You should never say bad things back to the teacher. You should never say bad things back to the teacher because that's that's the wrong thing to do. Because if a teacher says something bad to you, then the teacher probably doesn't realize it. And if the teacher is doing something that's wrong, doing something wrong back is absolutely the worst thing that you could do. It's the worst thing that you could do.
3: Okay, thank you for your shows. Bye.
0: Okay, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Hi you're on the air.
2: <laughs> you.
0: Hi, you're on the air. Am I talking to myself? Hello. Hi.
2: Hi. Um, what was I supposed to do? Let's say one day, my teacher told me, I asked her question by test. And I asked what something means. And she told me, if you don't know this answer, then something's seriously wrong with you. I wasn't supposed to answer anything back.
0: If your teacher says, if you don't know this answer, there's something really wrong with me, well, I would say this. Yeah,
2: that is the words that she said. So the next day, I was very angry, and I didn't want to look at her, and I didn't talk to her, I didn't tell her anything. And then she told me to turn around. So I was very shocked that she even asked me to turn around after she told me such a horrible comment.
0: So well, I would, I I, I'm
2: just going to let her know what happened.
0: So did you tell her that she made you feel bad?
2: No, I told her, Um, I guess you should make up your mind because either I'm part of your class or not because as I look around, I see everyone in this class is normal. And if something's wrong with me, I don't belong here. So see, but, I don't really need to turn around.
0: See, but I think that I disagree with your approach because if you would have told her at the time that she made you feel bad, if you would have told her that what she said Upset you?
2: But the last time that she was there, I showed her that I was angry.
0: And but that, but that doesn't help to show her. What did you show her? She didn't get the message. Then you lost the day. And you ended up being chutzpahdik. You think she got the message? No, she probably punished you for saying that.
2: No, she realized. She was. She felt very bad. But I'm saying how could a teacher say such a thing to a student. Because
0: teachers are human and they make mistakes. So you have to tell them. That's really, a big mistake. Right. So big mistake. So you tell the teacher you made me feel that made me feel really bad. There's nothing wrong with me. That made me feel really bad, and give her an opportunity to to correct. Right.
2: It. So after that, she asked me what happened. So I explained it to her, and she said that she but didn't mean it in that way. Don't you think it would have been she smarter just
0: to tell her than to act?
2: I don't know because I think that way she like really felt bad.
0: Ah. And so like, you wanted, wanted to make to her, her. So you wanted to make her feel bad.
2: I know it's not nice, but I felt so bad that day. But that, that I just but it's, her
0: like, but if you want to feel better and you want to correct it, so just tell her, and then everybody's happy. But if you want to make her feel bad, I think that's called nakama. Okay, so I have to do
2: too.
0: Well, I think these just no. I think that you're okay. Just don't don't take that route. Don't take that tactic. It doesn't work. Teachers make mistakes, so kids should give them the benefit of the doubt.
2: You don't think that if a teacher said such thing, they need to be fired?
0: No, are you nuts? Teachers work hard.
2: It was a solved, so maybe she didn't really know what she was doing.
0: Maybe, maybe. Okay, thanks okay. for calling. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air.
3: Hello? Hi. Hi, my name is David Robinson.
0: David Hello? Robinson, yes, the third time you're calling, yes.
3: Yeah, yeah. I have a question. You know what, what? David? David, I need yeah. to take
0: another call. Okay. Yeah. Can... So
3: can my brother?
0: Hi, you're on the air.
3: Hi. Good evening. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you. How are you?
5: Barak Um You asked, what should you do if you insulted a teacher? Yeah. So I want to know if I can answer that.
0: Yeah. Please answer.
5: Um, so you could go to the teacher and say, like, I know you work hard for your lessons. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb your class. But I was really stressed out, or whatever it was, the reason. But always make sure to be respectful.
0: It's very, very, very mature and very good advice. How old are you?
5: I am 17.
0: Okay, that's why, because you're a mature 17-year-old, I can tell. Thank you. Okay.
5: And also, I want to say that I have a teacher this year, and she gets, like, really, really insulted for, like, whatever people do, like, if they doodle or whatever, and, um... So one time I was just like, I was really, really bored because her lessons are not interesting. So I was coloring on my mirror, and she got really upset at me. So she tells me to bring up the mirror, and she tells me I'm not even going to tell you what they say about people like you because you're going to get so insulted.
0: Whoa. 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 What? that's, That's downright terrible. Wow. So what happened?
5: I just, whatever. I thought that she was probably like upset at me then. So she didn't like really like think what she was saying. So I thought, but, just but, let but, it but go. There,
0: that, just, but whoa, that's something I would tell my parents about immediately. And if some, if a teacher said something like that, I would take issue with that immediately. That's unacceptable. That's like over the line. I once fired a teacher in a classroom for doing something so terrible, and I tried to save the teacher, but they just couldn't. They said such horrible things, and I just had to fire them. Wow. And that's terrible. If a teacher ever makes a child, says something like that, I'm sorry. I have the greatest respect for teachers, but that's unacceptable. That's something that needs to be dealt with. Thank you for calling, and on that note... We are ending tonight's show. Thank you. This is, Have a great night. Thank you, you, too. This is Dr. Simcha Cohen. And next week, we are going to be talking about I don't know, email me Simcha at gmail.com because I need some suggestions. I want to hear what you want to talk about. Thank you. Thank you for a great hour.